0: Welcome to the laughing monkey music show we have a special show tonight of richard Blackheim from shark island how are you
1: hey sean i'm good how are you good good well we could do
0: this um as i was saying earlier there's a bunch of other shows i think you've done it you do not a ton but there's some really good deep deep dives you've done the whole history of the band i don't think we need to retread it you just did an album 2022 with alex kane producing it and you got the, the whiskey album The you know, video, video is like is it an album too I want to talk about all that and what's going on with you now because you sound phenomenal. The band sounds great. And I think for me, and I would say one other thing is I actually loved your, I loved, I heard Law of the Order, which feels so natural to say that phrase, Law of the Order. But then I got reintroduced to you back through being a fan of Alex and what he's been up to. So when he's like, oh, I've been doing Shark Island. I'm like, oh, Shark Island's been doing stuff. Go back to it again. I'm like, oh, I love that. I love that album. Go back. And I hope that's what's going to happen to a lot of other people that are going to get re energize and go back and check this album and be like oh my god you haven't missed a step you know in fact the oh, one before that, that's even good i went back and i went back to the gathering you know, I, just, I went back and everything else i'm like oh here we are so first off everybody check out this stuff it was a long-winded opening but all the material is really good let's start with bloodline though that's a great album
1: yeah it came out pretty good i like it uh I I like it. You know, it was a it was a very difficult album to make. We we started it like, well, I started it alone, even without Alex. Uh, uh. Four times I had to start it, got into it, had to shelf it, started it again, had to get rid of it. It just wasn't it wasn't coming together for one reason or another. We had we had a lot of challenges, and then um, and then we got and then Alex and I we kind of got together and it was like we got we got focused and we got a good start and then we just plowed through it but it was a it was a difficult one to make but I was um I was happy with it originally I I did it it was I was it was intended to be kind of my like a like a swan song of sorts I wanted it to be the kind of the last one I just like oh this is this is it this is like I mean you you've mentioned that i know that you do some recording on your own so you know what i'm talking about how difficult it is it's it's not a it's not an easy process to do an entire album from from the ground up and um i just had i i, I was kind of in in a place in my life i was saying "Okay, this is the last one but um, we'll see. But thank you for the compliment. I think it came out. Uh, well, it's really good. I know
0: it's long, really good. it came out really good. And I was a little long winded, but I had a lot going on in my mind. I because like, Law of the order I heard when it came out, and there was so much, it was a weird time for music. And, and you guys were kind of shuffled around and never got a full thing. And, and and doing this, I went back and I listened to it because like a lot of bands, like this band didn't get a chance. This band didn't get a chance. And a lot of bands feel like they weren't a certain sound. Back then, a lot of bands did sound differently. But I was listening to it, and I'm thinking, God, if I was the AR guy for that, for you guys. Back then, and even compared to now, I'm like, I really wouldn't know where to s- slot you, because you guys really had a couple different sounds, and like you had sounds in there that would have been alternative, 100 percent like Genelese Jezebel type of radio play.
1: Um, like, yeah. Even off know, the school bus. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, and I'm like, this is totally. Well, marketing is is a real challenge, and if you look if you look back to I mean, even when Law of the Order was happening, you know the that kind of genre of rock they were you know they were just they were just pumping the bands out and you really had to fit into a certain certain mold just to get any attention at all and i always we were always a little bit different than the rest you know than the you know the, the poisons and the you know and uh warrants and those kind of stuff and those were those were the people that were uh, out there at the time you know and i was going gosh we're not really like this and then of course and then of course during my development deal with with AM, I already saw the writing on the wall about, about Grunge coming in. You know, they were going AM was a so you know, was a very good kind of forward thinking company. And all the AR people were going up to Seattle every weekend. I mean, this was happening and I was going, gosh, I mean, when you think about it, we barely squeaked that album out before they before the doors slammed shut and that was it. And then we lost our our A and R person. He he moved on to another job. Went back east, and um, so we didn't have a voice within the industry anymore. And I thought that we were we were the type of band that uh, we could have easily just made a lateral step and moved and and did a grunge album. I mean, without kind of being a sellout. I mean, you know, grunge is just just a kind of a repackaged thing literally and um but we didn't have the voice anymore it was just gone it was no a and r person and and the a and r community at the time was uh I, I don't know what it is now in, in that in that uh industry but it was a very yeah, small community everybody was watching what everybody else was doing everybody was very afraid to take a step and if you're you know you need to have the the a and r person is basically your advocate within the company but that has all changed now um, but um, the things that you were saying, I I take them as a con- In my mind. I thought the same thing. Yeah, and, I, and you're you're right on. If we, I said a lot of a lot of what what it is is you mentioned um guitar solos. Yeah, and um and it's that, and it also is arrangements. You know, if we were mm-hmm. if we were if the arrangements were different, and you know, you you removed, you know the any any guitar soloing at all and we had uh if we were Pendletons with with jeans torn just the right spot we would have been a grunge band i mean almost almost say that i was i made i used to make jokes all the time and say you know shark on is the worst heavy metal band in the world but i mean it was certainly not heavy metal but but it but it was true just to make a point i remember going to Um, you know music plus and you know seeing if where's my record you know and i you know it was in the heavy metal section i was like why isn't it over there where the acdc is why isn't it over there where the aerosmith is and why is it here with with uh you know with megadeth you know or or, you know and um but you know that's all marketing you know you don't even have a chance on it you if you put if if you load the 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 cd into your computer it'll automatically put it in heavy metal it says heavy Mm -hmm. metal they say they say law of the order is heavy metal. It's not not heavy metal. It's not. I would rather it be or something else. Anything else. Or that would just ragtime, right anything, but heavy metal. It's not rough that and I, hate metal, no, no, I No, 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 no.
0: But it, it, it because you have songs in there that are so not metal. I mean, you rock guitar in there. There's like rock. And the way I think that's why I say seventies a little bit because seventies wasn't metal, but you had some really good guitar, like the A C D C and stuff. Same thing with Y, y, y T, you know, they had the same thing where they pretend like they had forces the metal thing. When they were just a fantastic songwriting rock band. People always gotta put them in a you know a swim lane somewhere, you know what I mean? It's like right. And I think unfortunately that's once that video came out, I think that's probably made you heavy metal, you know. Unfortunately. Yeah.
1: That's all I was boys, selling it. Yeah, yeah. What, what can I do? What what can I do? I had I nothing. I been, here here's here's an image for you. I remember being at uh at Epic Records. In a big conference room with a big table, it looks like you know, you know, the the cliche table that we that we're all seen on television before, and having discussing what songs are going to be on the record and what songs are not going to be on the record. And I wanted, and uh, where the 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 subject was Paris Calling, Are we going to put Paris Calling on the record. And I go, well, of course we're going to put Paris Calling on the record. That's the best track, it's the strongest track we have, as far as what I perceive right. as being, you know, commercial. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it was like, it was like tooth and nail to get that on there. Can you believe that? No, it's 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 (laughs) the
0: biggest crossover song on there. It really is. Not to say in hindsight, if you listen to all the songs, that one has the most of everything collectively. That's right.
1: That's right. And I knew that. I mean, you know, I knew that even at the time. I mean, you know, I'm a pretty prolific writer. I wrote hundreds of songs and I know... Some of these, are, some of my songs are crappy, and some of them are good. These are the better songs here. I'm going to share these. These I'm going to forget about. And but but that's the kind of thing. And then you, and then it, and then it bleeds over into the into the recording of it. So you're in the studio, and I want. We used to do this. We used to do early days. We did a lot of cover songs. So yeah. that's why we always have kind of a cover song and the the record because you know we end up doing a cover song, then we kind of make it our own. And the one from Law of the Order happened to be The Chain by Fleetwood Mac, right? Man, we used to rip that up live. I mean, it was unbelievable live. And I said, we're going to put that on. But but the producer really wasn't into it. He wasn't. I mean, he went and he's like begrudgingly, you know, and. And it's that sort of thing. It's just like you know what you be you got to be a professional. I'm I'm we're you know we're the artists. We're doing the recording. We're doing the work, the heavy lifting. You just got to capture it. And if they're not into it, what do you do?
0: They're good, just good songs. Like I mean, is it Gathering of the Faithful? Is it, is it Blue Skies? Is it the first track of the Blue Skies? I love that song. I'm saying all right, right? Blue Skies.
1: Yeah. That's a that's a
0: beautiful no, no. song.
1: Yeah, good Gathering. Yeah. That's a completely yeah. different song. You know? I know that it's, all your songs
0: are, so, my point is they're so different. I love the songs, everyone that so song. Everyone
1: likes that song. Even your mom likes that song. You don't even have to like, you don't even have to like the music. I play that song and and every and everyone likes it. But it's you like, put it on the record you know, player, friend, you don't know who it is though,
0: right? That's the whole point is you put pardon? it on, you wouldn't have it. If you put that on, you no. put the other songs on, you don't have an image. And that's the whole problem with, images fun to the point where it's not fun anymore. Like, it's a great showcase. <laughs> it's like 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 um like Tesla, when Tesla came out, they didn't have an image, but their image was they were the guys who wore jeans. But not having an image, they ended up having an image. You know? Right. And and I, I love Tesla, but I mean, but they tried to not have an image and they still end up getting an image by not having an image, you know? It's still work for them, but even them, times change. Like it's just no one was gonna escape it. You know, what I mean the few bands that made it through imploded with personal numbers, you know. Van Halen made it through, but they imploded on their own, you know. I mean, it's like It's not good for rock music, you know, I don't think you stood a chance. So the fact you survived and we're talking now and you're still putting out music, I would love to see you keep putting out music. Now, obviously, personally, it it is, it can be very arduous to write songs and and go through all the pain to do it. But as a fan of music, you know, this is not an, an album where you're like, yeah, this should be your last album. Your voice is just as strong. Your songs are, this album probably rocks more and it's heavier than probably anything actually
1: it wasn't i wasn't intended to be heavier it ended up being heavier you know uh but you know it was a long process along the way i mean i'm looking at stuff now you know they want me to do some some more writing and i and i'm still not i i'm kind of i'm leaning towards um some songs that have just like guitar and vocals, very acoustic, very stripped down, very, I mean, I take a lot of the songs that you're that you're familiar with and and on, on all the records, they're stripped down and played like with guitar and vocals. I have, I have a whole album's worth of the songs that have been already released, but are just played on acoustic guitar and vocals just to expose them and go look at what these songs really are the rest of it is just fluff there's a the amplifiers and some drums and bass and loud and this and all this but you strip them down and you go and i'm really proud of them like that because kind of like blue skies i liked i'd like to be able to 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 share some of the music with people that aren't necessarily into the genre you know just just for uh, for legacy sake i almost feel like saying i mean kind of what we were talking about earlier the lyric videos you know mm-hmm. the lyric videos were designed to kind of hey i want i want to show you another facet of the music look at these are these lyrics that are, there's actually lyrics in this song and here they are and this is how it goes but it's like almost a step more uh, 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 another heavy record? I I don't know. I I don't really much. No, I didn't think say about no. It. I
0: didn't I didn't say um, heavy record. I just said put out another record. An artist needs to write oh, what they write. Okay, that's that, that's what I'm saying. Right. I mean, that's the kind of fan I am. I'm like, would I enjoy another heavy record? Hell yeah. But, but do I like Blue Sky? And I'm like, yeah. So like, I just like music. And if an artist is being creative, I'm always open to hear it. But it's hard. Yeah,
1: that's that's kind of where I'm at. I'm I'm you know I'm I'm kind of becoming you know anti-technology i'm really removed where i live right now i live with a bunch of i live on a ranch with a bunch of animals and i don't i told you it took me almost 30 minutes to get this zoom thing figured out because i because i haven't done it in so long and um and then you you lose it you lose it if you don't you don't know your way around or if you don't do it yeah. every day i mean i know it's easy for people to do it every day it's it's a piece of cake but i'm like you know what well, your password password you want to change your password are you a human you know go back and check your email you know it's like oh god well a good song should should present in its most stripped down form i mean it, it should it should be intact even that the rest of it like i said is just icing on the cake you know it's just Flare, and then the flare is often dictated to what the style of the day is. You know, you know what is what's you know what Go is forward. selling now.
0: I so in regards to the album, this when I was talking to, said we talking to Alex. I said any questions that you think you should bring up. So he said we gonna ask about the three different times, three different studios that I recorded at, and he wanted me to ask to ask you about the time right before you guys were done with the album. He punched a hole in the wall. You guys went. He said to ask about that
1: yeah yeah we were in um oh god that was terrible uh we were in in we were in zagreb in croatia we we're doing okay. basic tracks and and it was it was very difficult the the whole the studio was a it was a it was a private studio in a in an underground room in uh Part of town that was uh, that had a uh, basically a speakeasy from old like the old communist days, so it was really dark, really dank. But the equipment was awesome. The room was awesome. But every, it was just frustrating as hell. With with
0: why were you there? Like you're in like a witness relocation program or something. Hiding like that's such <laughs> a I, I'm not. I'm like why would you in Croatia? Like you know, like like in Croatia, <laughs> a really cool palm shelter. <laughs>
1: I go there a lot and i found this okay. studio and it, it is so awesome you, you can walk down the street it's dark there's no street lights these old kind of mansions and 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 a, a guy told me he says you know there's a there's a, a private nightclub there and and under the private nightclub there's a recording studio and i went really and we went and checked it out he knew the guy and i and and to go in from a dark street into this room and, and it was just a like a bar it was a full-on bar with a little stage and then and then you take some narrow stairs down and all of a sudden you're in a you know big nice board nice equipment and i'm going wow this is this is where you got to record some basic tracks right down here we did a lot of it there and he got he just got really you know plugged in it was it was very difficult for him to, you know alex is you know very very busy person as far as music goes, I'm I'm kind of busy, but not as far as music. I I have times when I am, but 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 um, he was having problems with the uh, engineer. There was a language problem, and, and and Alex had certain ways of doing it. and He had other ways of doing it, and there was you know this conflict. And he got so pissed off, and he punched a hole in the wall and broke his hand. He oh. broke like two fingers, if I recall, and it was just like. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Just one of those awkward instance, those moments that he just, you know, when you just lose it, you know, like road rage or, or whatever, who knows what, it was. just a combination of everything. It was difficult, you know, you're tired, cold, you're in a weird place, everybody's speaking a different language. And Why wouldn't and, they listen uh, to him to
0: begin with though? If it's you, your project, you obviously it's you are the main character of this project, of this of the story and he's and alex is part of that why would that person's working for you i mean producer and engineer whoever's running the board it could be their place but they're still inherently working for that person it's not their name on the project it's not
1: that that is all very true and that's part of the that's part of where the where the frustration came from you know because your vision not this guy it is it is but you know, if you're, when you're doing something, no matter where you are, even where you're recording, when you have all these people working, you have engineers, you have producers, you kind of have to walk, you have to kind of walk a line because it's not like you can, you can completely dictate exactly what you want. You want everybody to be into it. You want everybody to bring their soul and their enthusiasm to the project. So you have to kind of facilitate certain people's opinions along the way and, and 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 if you don't then you get that kind of you know i don't care i'm just working
0: here. I, oh, I, I think, I, you'll I think always that's the get thing.
1: the of you'll always get the best of somebody if they're into it if they like it if they like you they like the music. They like the situation. You'll always get the best of that person. So there's there's a lot of that involved with music. You know, there's that you know that that story about you know the the round table at Epic. They're just yeah. They're, there's just that you just have to have it. I mean, that's how I read it. I may be totally wrong, and maybe that's why I'm, I'm live on a ranch now because I got it all wrong. I, I don't know. No,
0: I think it, like one of the things I did when I was doing recording as younger in the, in the few studios I worked at. It was really about, like, if an artist came to you, they're like, this is, when you're younger, it's also about the budget, but it's like, this is the sound I make. This is what I do. I can facilitate it. I think we can work good together. I mean, especially at that level, when when you have a a real label, you got money behind you, you know what, and for people that listen, like, you know what a mutt is. You know what a kind of song that Desmond Child is going to write. And because they're at the peak of their profession, you know what they're going to do. You want a a pop song it has got a rock song to it. Desmond or Holly, Knight, they're writing songs. Or if you want a certain sound, like a Mutt Lang or Bob Rock for the, you know what I'm saying? So if they have a specialty and you're going to sing for that and, and, and you got your, you're got you known for your songwriting and you want your songwriting to, to, to reflect that sound. But to go to a place where somebody's like, I don't know who you are, I have a vision of who this band's going to sound like and for the producer to shape the band, that was always kind of a weird thing, you know what I mean? And that was always been a battle because bands will walk out being like, is this not who we sound like live? Or this really isn't us, we just wanted to sound like us, and the, the producer would be like, yeah, I didn't like that sound. Now, maybe the band needed to be toned up a little bit, but maybe they needed to keep the original sound, you know what I'm saying? And I think producers always won that battle, and that's why,
1: Yeah. you know. Yeah, you mentioned not lying, if you're going to be working with somebody with that kind of mentality, you better be ready to be in the studio for quite a long time. You but know, you know what you're you getting. That's that's,
0: that's part of the package, though. That's you know what I'm saying. But the point is, you know what you're getting for a business. It's like a business. Music is a business. And if you hire somebody to produce, you say, "All right, I know you're good at the sound, or I know you're open. Here's who we are. This is a combination. You're not driving the ship. Co co-pilot it together, but the band still has to have a say in it. I mean, that's why I think a lot of second oh. albums have failed because
1: they lost control. Of Alex the was producing. Alex was Alex was producing, great. and he had, and, and he had, yeah. He's, he's. I always tell him, you can, you can remind him next time you talk to him. I always tell him that he should be, that he, I think that Alex should focus on producing. I personally, you know, this, uh, I like him
0: splitting it. I'm selfish. I just saw him play guitar, and I got some good footage of him that we talked about. Is sending him of him, and it's actually up on, up on my page, people, of him playing guitar. Great souls. I literally, he is such a fantastic and energetic person to watch playing.
1: Yeah, he you know, is
0: He's got too much very, talent to
1: keep one place, so you know. Yeah, he, he is very. But at at some point, um, we'll we'll see. We'll see how long he can keep it up. I hope he can keep it up forever. Um, it's it's a lot but, of work. You know? No, but the production
0: <laughs> is good though. And I I actually said today I said like, by the way I've been listening to the album a lot.
1: You know,
0: burning in my head, so I know the reference if I want to reference things. And I'm like, man, the production is so good in this album. It's so. Yeah, you look. You're, like, you're, it's, you're uh, in the room. It's, it's loud. It's 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 the the balance and the guitars and the bass the vocals are still popping out in the front where they're supposed to be they're not buried makes me crazy when i'm like what is he saying like with the lyric video you have a white background blasting behind white lyrics you're like what is that lyric like (laughs) i listen to the music i want to hear it i'm reading a lyric i want to read it basics you know and uh yeah it's a great album sonically and you know just the song is good
1: I'll have to have a listen to, <laughs> and and,
0: listen to it. Well, the funny thing is, Alex, Alex has been with the gateway drug. Like I said I went back listening to him. I was talking to him, and it's like, oh, you're doing that in the group, and I wasn't as aware. And I went back and checked out the stuff, and you know, listen to the other stuff you've done since then, and it's really good. And I want people to check it out. That's why I want you on the show because I want to really help keep encouraging. You know,
1: well, that, you be awesome. heard and, it's, it's nice. It's it's very it's very flattering to have someone really interested in, in, in what you do so to have something that you do matter to someone. So I, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate anybody that, you know, I, I try to put out the best that I can do at the time, you know, maybe I can do better. I can always hope to do better. And, uh, I mentioned to you before, I, I, I rarely listen to things after it's published. Right. So I, I, so I I know at the time I, I felt it was good. It was the best I can do, but I'm, I'm afraid to listen to it because I I might go, Oh gosh, did I actually say that? Or gee, I could have done that a little bit better. Right. So that's okay. I mean, I, I don't know if anyone's listening. Uh Sometimes it is, sometimes it's super cringy, but sometimes it's better. You know, I, I, you know what I've been doing lately? I've, I've realized that, um, you know, in this, in, in, in the times we've been in for the past, you know, for, you know, decades now everybody walks around with a video camera with Mm -hmm. on their phone you know everything is captured everything you do but you know back when we were you know you know really playing in the early days when when i was doing 300 shows a a year and um uh but there's very very little footage of it so i went out in storage room and opened some of these boxes that haven't been opened for two moves and I found these VCR tapes. And I'm like, wow, this is, I don't even have a VCR player anymore. So I had to try to find a VCR. Hold <laughs> up and to the lamp. <laughs> I, I asked, almost. And I and, you know, I asked my friend, do you have one? Oh, I was gonna throw it out. Doesn't work. Called my brother. Yeah, I got one here, it's somewhere in the garage. Doesn't work. Another one doesn't work. And I had three machines that just don't work. And I'm opening up, trying to figure out what's going on. Then I went on eBay and I found one. Like $15. And, you know, semi- Set up a screen and play, and I'm plugging it in. I just went, "Wow!" And I found a little bit of footage from some clubs and stuff. You know, nice, very nice moment. And I thought it's going to be one of those really cringy moments. But you know, when we were, when I was playing, you know, heavy, you know, like I said, 300 shows a night. It was just like being on stage was more comfortable than than talking to you. I was just like, that was my that was my zone. This was my home this is i know everything about it i know everything i'm doing every single note every single beat everything and and it was pretty fun to watch i said wow i forgot about that and it's like literally but, in the middle of it right now literally i got it set it up in my little shop i got a screen you know plugged it in to get it working. it's you know the quality isn't great you know for i don't know if i don't think the audio is there yeah. and i went wow this is, this is perfect so so I'm I'm
0: I'm gonna see what what there is there, but I'm I think that'd
1: be awesome to see it. You know, yeah. you know, I
0: would I'd love to. See it. But you're also doing,
1: as we get to the end, of this
0: the, the um the whiskey show. Is it, so there's some videos up for that now that Alex put up. All right, I, right. I, and, and I like it. It's good. I, I want to tell you though, your your video, watch. your 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 yeah, website is fantastic. Yeah, the video's good, but your website is really good too. Uh. All that movement yeah. in it with the, the waves and stuff I'm got little <laughs> anxiety it's a, it's probably one of the most interactive sites I've seen in a while It's really good
1: really okay well, I like I, it I'm afraid to watch it
0: <laughs> no, no it's good and but I'm saying you well, you have a, you have a website you got the, the the videos are good, you have a lot going on it's very current, and I think sometimes bands will start something for a project and then it goes away and be able to have a ghost town website and I don't think a band needs to be on social media all the time but but um you do need a home for people, especially like people that aren't always on social media, that they can just go to one place. You know what I mean? I still think that's what it comes down to. So your your webpage is good. And the, the link for your webpage will be underneath the show on YouTube and on the podcast, so they can go right to your page. Better to buy stuff from the artist right from the page. You know, dates for any shows coming up. I don't think I saw any shows coming up, though, for you um, right now. There's,
1: there's some talk like three shows early in the year, like in like March or April or something it's 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 I think it's like Monsters of Rock and maybe uh, um, some I think it's one of those uh, rainbow festivals those outdoor things that I don't know what it is exactly but they're they're throwing something around it's too far in, in the future for me to even even a consider. You guys
0: so. being at festivals is probably best.
1: Any event that there's a lot of other similar
0: artists, the rock of our generation, is perfect for some for a band like you because there's so many different bands that have different sounds that you have an open audience for fans to kind of
1: right.
0: You know that right. that is the best that is the best position for a band like you right now is to be in as many of these as opposed well to being like locked in with a certain type of band for like a an eight right. month tour. You know because. It's good, but you're going to have that same audience listening to you the entire time. Whereas some of these great festival shows or boat concerts or whatever it's going to be, you've got a whole different age group and bracket, you know, kids to their parents coming in, yeah. which know. is good for being like you,
1: you know? Kids with their parents. That's right. That's right.
0: But this is fantastic. I'm, I'm glad we could talk a little bit. You know, I want to thank you for your time. Been, well, thanks. Very enjoyable. thanks.
1: Thank you. I, I, I uh, genuinely appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah.
0: It's really good, so people check out all of the, actually all the albums, um, Bloodline and Bloodline 2.020, little tongue-in-cheek there with the, the name and it's really good and it's remixed. <laughs> but, but then you go back to like to the, like Gather Faithful and then Law of the Order, which feels so unnatural to say. Law of the, oh, Actually, Law of the Order actually becomes a song later on in another album, kind of fun.
1: Yeah, that's right. If you go through the album. Kind of fun. The fun. Law of the but, Order ended up ended yeah. being a song, meeting. Him on the on uh on Bloodline, yep, right.
0: And you do cover songs, and some of the albums is great. I and mean, I'm looking, use a big thing for people that aren't even aware of you, like or haven't caught audience. And it's funny because some of the cover songs you do are kind of alternative music, so it's really kind of great. And you 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 hit a lot of different sounds. And I think for nowadays, I think people are more open to it too. You know, I think a rock fan would be like, "Oh, I like Half the Album." Like now, you listen to it, you're like, "I like all these different types of music because each song is different." Right. You know, so you know as a fan.
1: Yeah, I, I'll I'll always do a cover song, and I I heck, I would I would do a whole album of cover songs. I have no problem with it at all. You know, when I when I first started, um, uh, you know, back in the seventies, right? Um, it was very common for all bands just to be cover bands. I mean, Van Halen. It's a
0: huge oh, yeah. cover band.
1: Biggest ever. Realize, a lot of people don't realize that. I mean, Van Halen played at my at my high school dance, you know, and they played Rebel Rebel and and Trampled Underfoot and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And um and they they were actually the band that I that that where the shift occurred when they started to put some originals into their into their repertoire, into their shows. And then of course they were they were the first band in a long time to, to get a record deal. That's what they called it back then. And um, and that shifted. And then from that point on, everybody's writing their own songs, you know. But, you know, I started cover songs too. We did the whole song. We, sometimes we did three shows a night in nightclub cover songs, you know. Everything you know, from the jazz band to since um, um, Casey and the Sunshine Band, and and David Bowie, Aerosmith, and, and Kiss. You know anything? You know, but that's how it was. And I like doing songs, well, and I think people like to hear it too. People, yeah, people who like music, they love to hear it. You know, they don't have to be a fan of the band; they could be a fan of the song. Yeah.
0: One of the things I think that one of the takeaways I always thought was really good about band is like, for bands, that, artists that did a lot of covers and or like an opening act, you didn't get a lot of a good pay or whatever. But you go on a tour with or a, the band that's got an audience and whatever it is, you're know, opening act. To me, those are the two things of kind of like rock and roll college, in a way that you learn things that are so priceless. Like you, if you do enough cover songs, you learn how a song is put together as a songwriter. You get an idea. Exactly.
1: You're, exactly. You're so it is like
0: was... it is like in college class for you. If you're on a tour on the road, you learn about the hierarchy. You learn about this and that. Once again, it's it's, it's like it's like a, an internship, or you know, what I mean, those are the important things that people don't get. not get. so mistakes.
1: you were so right, Sean. That's exactly what it is. I I use the metaphor like if if and I'm not really that into sports, but like if you were a football team, you know, it would be who of you as a team to to learn all the plays of the of the teams that you're you're playing yeah. with. You know, it would just. It would expand your whole understanding of how things are put together, how plays are put together, how songs are put together, structure, uh, arrangement, what sounds good, what what sounds bad. And, and and you can only get that, in my opinion, by learning, by knowing cover songs. Gee, I mean, I mean it's very yeah, and, obvious to me, but I don't think anybody does that anymore.
0: No, but I think, I think, I always thought it does. And I think it's really interesting and like some artists haven't covered it, do cover songs that they've always kind of said, you know what? It's fun doing it now. I never really got it. One of the funniest things I think about most of people is like, and when I started playing guitar or whatever, I, I even learned to appreciate it. And, and, and you may have like, when you hear a song and you first heard a song, you're like, oh, that song sucks. I try not to say that anymore because everybody writes their own music and I'm trying to be a grown-up. But a younger man would be like, that sucks. I don't like a song it annoys me, whatever it is. And then for some reason, you end up in front of you and the sheet music and for ha-has, you, you, you try it. And you're like, I get it. Oh, my God, that, that chord change is really smart. All of a sudden, you get a new appreciation for a song. When you play a song, you he's like, I didn't get it before. It might not still be your favorite song, but you're like, I get it now. And now I'm like, I need to be quiet because I don't know anything. <laughs> but when you play a song, you get a different feeling of when you hear it because you learn the mechanics of it. It's sure like, a, like a, a car or something. Or, And I think, that's to me, that's part of it. That's part of the knowledge of learning it and and, and being a better songwriter.
1: Yeah, I think it's essential. I think anybody, that would be my advice to anybody that wanted to do music would be to yeah, you learn. found out on earth, you know. Um right, right. I'm
0: yeah, to- I'm
1: I'm I'm gonna do that. I mean I, I bought I bought the damn machine, right? Mm-hmm. It cost it, you know, it cost me almost a hundred bucks. And um so I'm I'm gonna do it. So I'm gonna I just have to digitize it and, then, and you know divide it. I don't know if I'm even gonna mess with the uh sound. I could I could
0: I think if it sounds good, you might be a good way with just leaving it as it is, you know, because it kind of holds to what, the, what it is.
1: I think I'm, I would prefer that. I would prefer, I'm on key. I'm not I'm not singing flat or anything, yeah. I'm just. I'm on, so
0: hey. Something about originality and being the, the original rawness of it. I mean, especially if you see the stuff on YouTube nowadays, I can't imagine you sounding negative compared to some of the stuff out there. I th- I'm sure it sounds fine. <laughs> you know, being a live right, performer. Right, and I don't, and I don't,
1: I don't I, like, I like lip-taking. Right. I, I, I see when I see somebody who has a, a, um, a soundtrack that's been flown in on a video, I mean, I can tell in one second and I would tell you 97% of the videos that you see is, are, are that, yeah. you know, it's very, very rare. They, you know, they say that's not, it is, believe me, I can tell if someone's lip syncing or, you know, to a track yep. on a video like, immediately. So, I'd rather hear
0: just live mistakes all day long,
1: you know, a well placed mistake is very beautiful. Like and twice it, like
0: it's, it's on purpose, right?
1: What?
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you play, if you, if you play the mistake twice, it's on purpose. It's a new
1: yeah that's version. Right. That's a supposed to be like that. That's right.
0: <laughs> this has been great. So i gonna when I see it, I'll re promote your. If you, you release that, I'll find out and I'll put that on my page. I'll re- you know have people check it out and I'd like to have okay. you come back again. We'll talk some more. Maybe we'll talk if you have maybe you have some kind of special acoustic thing or some kind of album in the future you're doing or something. That'll yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll geek out about it again. Thank you, man. Thanks for being on the show.
1: Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Thank you.